This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the pyramid This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio uh, This is Kenny Omega, we're listening to One Nation Radio Check it out guys, these guys know what's up Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me Goodbye and good night, hey Welcome to... The July 28th edition of One Nation Radio. I am your host, Rich Ladd. Of course, here with my co-host, James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, just ready to talk wrestling. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, as the more weeks that pass that I'm not watching WWE, I don't know if I'm finding it harder to come up with topics, but stuff always tends to jump out at the last minute. So uh, we got a good show here prepared for you guys. We got a lot uh, to, to go over, including like the G1. We got stardom talk as well. A um, little bit more increased stardom talk uh, today because I, I just, you know, a couple of things I'm picking up. I'm trying to figure out that uh, the guru here, uh, the. Oh, my God. You know, don't do this. You know, the, the, no. the top man, uh, you know, James Boyd, you know, the, the authority on stardom on here uh, on Social Suplex uh, will have to fill me in and, in for. But uh, we got we got some other stuff. We got Gato, you know, losing his damn eye. I went to Raw Reunion, so I guess that's a good place to start. Um, yeah. Did you catch any of this, James? Or any no, of the I fallout or... I mean, I've heard, I've heard of... I heard what happened. Like, I hear what happens on all the shows. Like... The thing with me is like I don't I, I'm not like not watching Raw in some form of protest or or SmackDown in some form of protest. It's like these shows are not good. I'm having a miserable time watching them. It 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 upsets me hearing how stupid these storylines are with all these talented people yeah. getting fucked around or whatever else because events is madness. So like when I hear good things, I'll check them out, and I'm desperately hoping that the show gets better so I can watch you know the the company that has my favorite wrestlers. That's really I'm not like I'm not like you know. I'm not on the the uh, the all elite train. Like I'm gonna watch them when they come out too, but I'm not like screw WWE. Is like nah. Like I like for my best my favorite wrestlers to actually like be able to put on the best wrestling that they possibly can, as opposed to the nonsense that they're out there running around doing half the time. So or most of the time. So nah. Like I I heard. Uh, what do you want to talk about? So, um, yeah, like just my overall impressions of being in the building. Um, luckily it was kind of an in and out thing. So the, I didn't have to go into the regular en- uh, entrance. So I pretty much avoided seeing all the, you know, just everybody that you run into waiting in a line and everything like that. So I got tickets through my job, um, with, uh, my boy, Dan listener of the show. Uh, I believe he had someone that signed up for him. They won. Dan brought me. 
So, like, we go on the side exit. It's probably, you know, like, I've gone in there before, like, when the, uh, they had a house show last December. It was a, the main event was a steel cage match with Dan Bryan and AJ Styles. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll go to that house show. Why not? And we had, like, the suite. Sweet's mad comfortable. I'll say that it, you're high up there and you're, but you're facing directly pointing at the ring. So it was pretty cool to just uh, walk up in there and just sit there and watch. And then you'd be able to just see pretty much what everyone's reacted to, who they react for. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, the pop in that building. My fucking God. Like it was just. It was almost an out-of-body experience just seeing how over that that might be the most over person I've ever seen in person in my life. <laughs> like, like, as far as the reaction, like, like, it was nuts. Um, it was like, bro, it was a people have joked that it was a live cuckolding of, of Hulk Hogan, like by Stone Cold Steve Austin in his hometown. Um, his, I never want to hear this thing about, you know, Hogan's bigger than um, Austin again. Never. I, I, I will never ride with that. Um, Why? Because it is one experience? Yes. And well, I mean, well, there's two things like they're the generational. Like, I'm sure if Austin came, was the, it was the early generation where like the people in their heyday were in their 40s, 50s, etc. compared to people that are in their. Eh, you know, people that are somewhere that are or a whole generation younger than that, like, sure. But, I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff. Like, there's reasons, there are legitimate reasons to not like either one of them. But yeah. right now, we have one person that, like, at a, at a time where it was, you know, it's it's a lot more of a bigger deal to, to be out and open in the way that Hogan exposed himself. So, or he didn't expose him, but, like, the way he was exposed, that he exposed himself. So... Yeah, like that. I think that that has that definitely has a factor at play with it. But I mean, there's also the factor of you know, like you know, some of those people that were the Hoganites, like those were, you know, like those are people that have you know their kids have kids. So like I don't think they really mosing in their ass to go sit uh, somewhere where the arthritis can act up on them. I can tell you this: it wasn't it wasn't like it was quiet for Hogan or anything like that. It was fucking loud, and I felt like helpless out there and just just sad and just like. It was damn near universal applause, and well, it was. Well, what just, did you think was going to happen, bro? It felt like I was at a Trump rally. No, like, I'm saying seriously. What did you think was going to happen? Exactly that. Like this is oh, this so, is okay. this is no shock to me. Okay, like, well, just, like I've been writing about how he's going to be received for right, over right. a year now, and right. it's just like you see it, but when you see it in person, it's different. It's just like, wow, none of these people care. Not one. Like, <laughs> and it was just like, I sat there in disgust and I was like, wow, this like dude thinks like we're less than human essentially. And just this love and this company essentially putting him in another safe quote unquote environment for him. Um, once he came out at WrestleMania, all bets were off. He's here forever now, y'all. And this is the reclamation project that he had a new shirt on, which I'm sure people went to go buy and everything like that. But I think it sucks. And seeing it in person was just fucking jarring. It, it was just like, you know, a cold kind of feeling. And I believe Rob was there, but he was sitting in a different section of me. And he actually uh, was in a row with, he said a bunch of um like other black dudes or whatever. And everybody just they didn't have the energy to boo. It was just like, watching it just like man fuck y'all like <laughs> that, that's what it felt like and um 
but yeah, I'll say Austin got twice the reaction, and I think I popped more for Austin, like because Hogan was out there. Like, man, get this Hogan shit out of here. Like, I'm not. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not trying to fuck with this shit at all. But um, another uh, takeaway. I think Roman Reigns was way above Seth Rollins, way oh, above yeah. him. Um, I saw a lot of Seth Rollins shirts, but Roman Reigns, like when he came, you can just see the waves of people not actually doing the wave, but people like getting up out their chair, cheering it and being happy when he came out and he was just playing the room like a star. And I was just like, man, that's, that's, <laughs> I wonder if Rollins has done a number on himself. <laughs> and of course well, Rollins did like a terrible interview that night. And, yeah, it was on the show. Yes, terrible. He was like doing. He was calling uh, Brock Lesnar like a Seth Rollins wannabe and imitating Brock Lesnar the way he talks. It was just, it was just horrible. Was um, this the same? Was this the same promo where he says, "Well, you want to be me, that's why you cashed in or whatever yeah. else." Yep. Ugh. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I think Seth Rollins is like, just. I don't know if he's self-destructing in front of our eyes or they're just handing him corny shit. It's just like he every week he's exposing another layer of why he is not a top star on any level. Well, I mean, you reap what you sow, right? Like you, you we talked about this for years with with Seth, even though people wanted to say otherwise and and you know and try to dismiss like you know WrestleMania main events and shit that like. <laughs> He was always that 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 Seth was always like while he they always had something for him to do in much the same way that they always had something for Kevin Owens to do for a long time his first two years in the company, um, they always had something to do that means like yeah he's he's being somewhat protected and they um and they have a direction for him that's great you know because a lot of people they ain't got shit for you right yeah. but um when it came to like is he the can, could he be the guy maybe. Uh, has has that road passed a long ass time ago? Probably, probably meaning like yeah, dumb, dumb motherfucker. Uh, and it is what it is. Like if you push somebody as being the number two or number three guy for forever, and then all of a sudden you have to dust him off because number one guy go, had to uh, go fight for his life. What do you expect was going to happen? It's like. You read, you read what you saw. It's like you can't. And it's just, like Vince McMahon has never chosen you over Roman Reigns, never once. No. Like, and, I, and, just, and there's no, and, there, and there's no shade on being the person be hot, being the one or being the two to someone's one. That's fine. Like, not everybody has to be a one B or one A or one C. But he's clearly a number two, and that's fine. And you know, like the problem is when something like this happens. And you have to re re readjust. Is like they had not they did nothing with him for for a while to where to get him to. We we love Seth Rollins. It was always for most people. It was always like he's so talented. We respect him. Imagine what he imagine what he could dot dot dot. Meaning what he, what he could do if you know give him the reins being the one guy. And you know times times pass. Like you people had these windows and you missed the window. And it's like all right, well like people have already changed their mind or have already taken their minds off that 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 possibility of reaching that like it's very rare to get people to like after they've already after you've already conditioned your fan base to think someone is not a top guy yeah. to all of a sudden then make them a top guy unless like that person some you know some um situation of circumstance causes it to where like that person literally shakes shakes you know shakes the fuck out of the crowd and says nah it's my time like, like CM Becky punk. Lynch <laughs> Becky Lynch, yeah CM Punk Becky Lynch like that sort of thing Daniel Bryan a certain perspective like 
it's very rare that you have that where they just overcome what what they were naturally like Vince has slotted them and then like Vince has conditioned his crowd to to see them as that as that like that's the reason why people you know they protect Strowman so much or they, they were protecting Strowman so much like people have already people like if they make Strowman the champion ever like people are gonna be like what like he had all these opportunities he had all these opportunities over the last two years to it'll never be what he, it was right what, what, like or what he's it pa- they passed the peak they missed the window on it and it's and it's fine like he's gonna have a long great career he's gonna take over from where big show here he's taking over from where uh big show was hey, he's gonna have another... i feel about it like that he's better than andre giant but go ahead well you know what i'm saying like he's yeah. gonna be the big he's gonna be the big monster guy for the next you know five ten years or whatever else and he's gonna make himself a million dollars a year and he's gonna have a great he's gonna have a great life so he, he ultimately he won't he miss won, no but, meals right Right, that's where I'm getting at. Like, look, there are plenty. There, it's not the worst thing in the world to be the number two in WWE, <laughs> right? So, or one of the, you know, one of the top guys in WWE, but not the guy. Like, you know, plenty of people. Look, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Sergeant Slaughter ate well. I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure Jake the Snake ate well. Piper too. You know, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> like, you know, back to you know the reaction, like. I don't know, man. This this show, it, it was, there was no wrestling worth a damn on the show. Obviously, it was like a reunion show. They were slotting in a million cameos. Of course, we had the Give WWE Women uh, a Chance hashtag popping up again, which is just like, I don't even know what to say because it's like, I've, I've been kind of like saying that this quote-unquote women's evolution has been built on like a house of cards for since at least before evolution if i'm not mistaken like what back when alexa and carmella were terrorizing the championships i was like what's going on here and you know they got the main event and it's almost i and i i believe it was phil um on twitter i i I believe he writes for uh bell to bells um and also fan side of ddt he had mentioned, he was like, man, saying the women got the main event of WrestleMania, right, as, like, a reason you should be happy, happy about their positioning. Like, oh, they got the main event of WrestleMania. What more do you want? That's almost like saying, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Obama was elected president. There's no more racism in this country. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh wait. So what you're saying is that – so, wait, people – okay. So, one, I don't really interact with people that would say that sort of nonsense because on his face and you like you say that kind of stuff to me, you you already know what you're gonna get. Like you're like we're gonna go at it, right? So I don't I don't really I think he I think he has a point. Like like what he what what he's saying like is pretty much the people that will say like, oh, you know, what more do y'all do, do you want for the women's division? They they main event in WrestleMania. It's like, bro, they can main event WrestleMania and there's still a fucking host of problems that exist. It's like right. You know, you yeah. elect Obama like that doesn't fucking do anything. Like, <laughs> right? And I agree with that. I, I guess. I, well, I guess what I, was, I was trying to say start off by saying, like, look, I don't really interact with people that would say that kind of that kind of not that kind of disingenuous bullshit like on his face. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really. So that I, that's never. So basically, what I'm saying is like that kind of thought or that kind of saying has never. I've never. I've never even heard anyone say nothing like that about. Well, they may have been in WrestleMania, so therefore, like the, the woman's product in WWE is doing is doing well or doing fine or just good enough i've seen I've never, so like, I've many never bad things on twitter so, this week so much bad faith disingenuous intentionally dense bullshit this week it, it so it's just like any other week to, no it, it it is just worse like okay the 
check out Brandy Rose's Twitter for her thoroughly owning some jabroni uh, that runs one of the most horrible accounts on Twitter. Um, I will not say their name as to shine them. Um, but it's just like the the whole deal. I don't know if you've seen where she was talking about, you know, the women's division, AEW, what we're trying to do is, you know, we want a Kia Stevens type. We want, we don't, we're not looking for the standard co- cookie cutter, five, four blonde, essentially dumbasses wanted to like literally bend over backwards her head came out the other side and be like so you're saying you don't want to hire five four uh blonde women like it's just so so dumb like it's just like you don't know how any of this works just 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 stop just <laughs> like um uh okay so basically what i'm saying so back to back to this is back up a little bit so yeah this this person or the people that would say the everything's perfectly swell and dandy with the WWE women's division is like okay so why would you say that when we only have what well, we have a division of how many people right not that and, many and how many and how many how many let's do this how many women in the women's division right now compare let are are being used well. Let's just let's just do that. Not even like our stars or should be doing this, that, a third, blah, 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 blah. How many of them are doing just well? So, well, yeah, yeah. Not right. good. Well, whenever Charlotte has nothing to do, they just yank her from TV for months. Or, you know, she had some personal stuff with Andrade. But there was like a combo of that because she was gone, you know, a little bit before and a little bit after that whole situation was going on. So they, mm-hmm. when they have nothing to do for her, they don't have Charlotte like elevating people. So like Bailey's a champion, but she's like had nothing, like nothing really to like hang her hat on as the champion. She she is ba- she's a champion, but she is really like <laughs> she is really like the MacGuffin. While like uh, Alexa and Nikki eventually like do their thing, where Nikki's a dumb baby face and and Alexa has been evil all along. Ha ha! How could you not have seen it? Even though like. You, you've ran this. You've ran this now. Like you ran it at a WrestleMania before. Jesus Christ! Like uh, Becky Lynch, uh, they've cooled her jets a bunch. Who? Becky, they they've they've cooled her jets a lot. She's yeah, still like she's, over she, no, to they a made it a whole hell. They made her the ch- their, their idea of okay after WrestleMania, what are you gonna do? We're gonna have you teach somebody on the job. Yes. <laughs> oh God! You you reached shows. you reached the pinnacle. Now what are you gonna do? We're gonna have you go ahead and teach somebody else on how to do this shit on the job. Unbelievable. Um then uh like you got Natalia getting pushed. Nothing wrong with Natalia as we mentioned, we've been down the road, you know. I would, say Natalia's, I would say Natalia is doing well. So that'd be one person. Right. Um Naomi, she was in a main event match against Sarah Logan. Of course, Naomi gets no chances. Um it's just like this division is bombed out and depleted right now. And you know, I feel like, you know, there is a reason they don't have Sasha Banks right now at their disposal. Like, obviously they have fucked something up. Like, so, uh, you know, Kyrie and Oscar, where the fuck are they? (laughs) Exactly. Like, so, so correct me if I'm wrong. Right. So just, just, just a look at the global view of it. Right. So the women's tag titles, um, I'm not gonna go all the way back to Sasha leaving all that. Let's just focus on the last like since they've since they did the house shows at uh, Sumo Hall, right? Yep. So Kyrie and Asuka had to beat them, had to beat somebody on those house shows, on one of those house shows 
to get a title shot. They did. They got their title shot on SmackDown last, not this week, the show before, right? Uh, so they clearly outclassed the the Iconics. So the Iconics took the count out, and like a minute, and a match that went less than two minutes. So like, wouldn't the recourse and natural storyline progression mean that like, okay, so they get another match, and then they can't, and then you make it to where they can't run or do anything because like. Uh, wrestling like you you get heat so there's eventually is a payoff right so where is the payoff coming here because apparently from what i what i've been told is that of what i to my understanding is that not only did they not get their title shot they're not even going to get their title shot because now it is uh mandy and sonya that have either that no going, idea that, that have beat the iconics or are going to beat the iconics or i think they already beat them uh this past week or whatever else and then they're going to get a uh, they had to beat them to get or either they either they have to beat them or they've already beaten them to get a title shot themselves so it's like all right so God, they're gonna how much longer w- are we gonna be doing this shit with the iconics look i understand i look i enjoyed the iconics off air like the stuff they do behind the scenes <laughs> is funny but right but i mean like they're just like yeah, a lot of people like people are gregarious charismatic when they're like not given their vince's scripting right so that's that's not just necessarily iconic scene. That's everybody's thing. So, mm-hmm. all right. So what are we building towards exactly? Like we already have three matches on. I'll on, tell you. On, well, hold on. We already have three women's matches on SummerSlam. So are we going to get a fourth match? Because like, look, the more ma- more women match you opponent, I don't give a damn. Because like, I don't watch the TV, so I don't care. You can make the whole damn look. How about this? Turn SummerSlam into Evolution. How about that? <laughs> Evolution. So <laughs> run it back. But, yeah, why Got not? Got a surprise so, for y'all, Toronto. Right, it's like it's not like it's, it's not it's, it's not like you know. Let's not pretend that like Evolution wasn't the best pay per view of the year last year on the main roster. So may as well do Evolution too. Anyway, but like so, what is ultimately they're just doing shit ultimately means nothing. Which is like okay, so maybe they are just treating them just like the men. <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of shit that means ultimately that's ultimately going to mean and signify nothing. So it's like okay. So sounds kind of like how this books everything. Yeah, maybe there is equality, uh, but it sounds like there's a good old WCW triangle match coming uh, between all those teams. Don't do this. That's what it sounds like. Um, but back, you know, to back up even more uh, before I got on the women's tangent. So a lot of the legends, like the women legends, the way mm-hmm. the stark contrast they were presented in, like all of the people from the Divas era that – getting no reaction and <laughs> the, the audience is trained to just hate that era. Uh, and I mean, I'm, I'm not about to fake it and be like, yeah, man, I was, I was down for the deals. I wasn't because I didn't want to see that shit. Um, <laughs> but, but you know them, me, I, like, look, I, <laughs> yeah, but, but bringing them back now, like, and they can't even interact with, like, it's almost like, you remember how, um, back when CM Punk was doing like the reality stuff. Right. And then you talk about how you can't put him with like, people that are like cartoon characters or something like Del Rio essentially, because like Mm -hmm. you fuck up like, all right, I'm doing this reality thing, but I'm doing this thing here. But it's like, they did these one, these things with like the women back then. Like you couldn't have Kelly Kelly next to Bailey. Like it wouldn't make any sense. Uh, I, I, I get what you, I get your point. I get like, I don't necessarily agree, but I get what your point is. Like I see, like, I mean, I, because, for example, I mean, anything can be done if it's done well. The problem is WWE 
has a hard time doing things well <laughs> without getting in their own way. So, like, I get what you're saying. Like, you can figure out a way to put the unreality with the reality. And I'm sure there are examples in the past of people doing that. I mean, there's a bunch of Undertaker stuff, right? But, yeah. um, like, that was at a time when you had certain people that, like, were, like, really hands-on and, like, Vince actually let do shit instead of micromanage to this extent. Mm-hmm. So, and he was also 20 years younger. So, yeah, I, I definitely get you. Um, but, like, as far as the women's thing, like, yeah, I can, I can see, like, the them, you know, putting Bailey in a room or putting, you know, I don't know, putting Ember Moon in a room with, with, I mean, any, any, I mean, honestly, you put anybody in a room with Kelly Kelly, I'm just gonna be like, I don't, it don't, it don't really work. So, like, I, I get what you're saying, <laughs> like, it, it, like Kelly Kelly was the bane of my existence in the 2011. Well, like, 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 oh my god, just, like you, just, you just can't have him respecting her is like a legend like it's just it ain't gonna work like that like right 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 it's like wait what yeah like okay it's like, all we, right we fine. definitely don't want to see a match between them and then we don't want to see them teaming up either because they don't quite you know curl like you know <laughs> yeah it's like i mean i'm sure okay so I, i'm sure there is some hypothetical rub that kelly kelly could give one of the current women on the roster um but it, like who? Like the, Dana Brooke? Like, I, like I feel like that's the problem of WWE, and then the most part is like we don't really talk about is like so much of what they do is trying to serve so many different masters that they ultimately serve none. Mm-hmm. And with the we're going to send out the model searches and the put women on the road that aren't really trained wrestlers and, ha- and basically have them learn on the job and learn how to bump and not kill themselves. Then and had these short, super, super duper short matches where they don't really learn much or whatever else. And then you compare it to like now, where like you know they they basically they've, they've raided, you know all all different corners of the world uh, for some of the better women in in, in um in wrestling over the last you know five decade, years. yeah five yeah five six seven years like okay like it's not a comparison. Now I don't think that's necessarily fair to um, the women that that you went out there and you you gave them jobs to go out there and do this before and and didn't never and then give them the proper training to do so. Right. But. Like that's that's what it is, and like this is a, this is something of your own making. Yep. Um, yeah, but like I was watching that show uh, in the building. There was no wrestling worth a damn. Um, they did. A <laughs> that second. wasn't even. There wasn't even one match that was good. They did a five minute Roman Reigns Samoa Joe match that was okay, but as I mentioned, it was five minutes. Ugh. Um, they did a Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match that ended in a schmoz because they had to restart the match. Bring people out, uh, have the DX come out with Hall and Nash. Like it's all one big group now. The DX and the NWO. The like, click. Yeah, it, it's it's one big group now. Like <laughs> because like they came out with the NWO shirts and the DX shirts, so they've like combined forces. Um, yeah. And it's just like I'm so sick and tired of seeing DX like re- re- reunite uh, a million times, yeah. like like three times a year. Like I'm good, bro. <laughs> Y'all it, niggas okay, is old. Wait, wait, Y'all wait, niggas wait, wait. just wash. Like, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so are you are you talking about like the crown jewel stuff from last year? Yes. As, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And WrestleMania. Fair enough. Fair, look, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I'm not look. Like they I, went to Hall of Fame. Look, look, when you said the click stuff, I was thinking like, okay, so obviously, when you are when you meant the DX and uh and NX, er, sorry, let me start over. But you meant the DX and NWO stuff. I thought you meant like, okay, so obviously, like we're talking about. Razor, Nash, Sean, 
Waltman and and Hunter as like, yeah, that's a click or whatever, and you know, both sides. So they, they nah, got Road Dog was out there. But, but but once he said like DX, you mean like okay, you also mean like the Shine and Hunter shit from last year. You also mean that's also Raw twenty five. So so yeah, they have been getting back together a lot in the last you know two years. So yeah, I I, I don't disagree. Yeah, and it's just like it never like comes at the expense of helping anybody except like they they had Seth Rollins looking, looking like a dumbass. They gave us a great meme though. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently it was supposed to be Ricochet that they were gonna help out. But, but if that was the help, like okay, yeah, like I, I wouldn't need. I'm glad Ricochet didn't get that help if they didn't have that man standing on the outside of them all, you know, hugging and everything like that. Like, nah, man, like we don't Did, need this anymore. <laughs> okay, so I, obviously I didn't watch. So all I got was the meme of them all hugging and basically keeping them out. Like he, like you, you like you, you stay on the perimeter, guy. But. Was there any? Was there ever a moment where, like, you know, they all shook hands? Him, yeah. and Seth, and the dudes. Okay, all yeah. right, that's better than nothing. The pictures, the picture is the well, picture. It's just funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- th- that's more just jokes and actually yeah. the full story. Okay, this context being left out. Okay, yeah. But like, okay, they emptied the gun, bringing all these people back. Yeah, and the they did three million viewers. I thought it was like three point one. No, it was three point zero. Okay. They did 3 million viewers. Yeah. And that's the biggest show they can possibly do. That is damning. That yes, is not is. impressive. That is not like, that's literally throwing the last 25 years of wrestling out there aside from like The Rock and, it's also, and it, Brock. It's it, also really bad when you consider it like Raw 25 was them emptying the gun. They did like 4 million then. They did 4.5 million then. They did 4.5? Yes. So they did 4.5 like less, like. Hold on. They did like, four or five like basically like, eighteen months ago. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. Wow. And they've fallen to the point to where and I'm like, there's no reason for me to like really watch this show anymore. Because it was like they were celebrating like all these guys and it's like a WWE that no longer exists anymore and is never coming back. And that could have been like the last time we saw a lot of those guys like all together at once in the mm-hmm. ring because you know how this shit is. Like someone could fucking drop and it's just like you know how Vince is. Like he's not he's not changing. Like he's only getting steeper in the decline at this rate. It, it doesn't like reverse. Like like it's like dementia. Like he's oh he's not like you know. Like, he's not the, – the people that he had on the stage, like, he can't use them anymore. Like, those ideas, like, those good times are not coming back because the same person doesn't exist to put them in the place to have those good times. And well, it, those same people kind of do exist except, like, he's he's ruined all of them. Yeah. And that, and, that's the, and, that's the, and that's the real thing is, like, he's broken so many of these toys that, like, these toys can never, ever be, you know – I mean, they will be to a certain small amount of people, but like, comparatively speaking, nah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, for all we know, they've had, for all we know, we've had the next Austin, the next Rock, and the next, you know, Triple H, and the next Batista, and, and the next Randy Orton, and John Cena, and the next Le- Lesnar, and, he, and he's fucked off with all of them. Yeah. Like, we'll the, never know. The, the next Austin looks like he's undefeated in the G1 right now. Oh, so, God. Um, <laughs> shit's crazy. But, it was just like, man, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't see like they're gonna have to change a lot. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, that three mil rating is not. I thought it would be higher. 
I, I thought it would be like 3.5 at least, 3.8 something. And it's just like, man. So when they're doing um, Raw Reunion like 10 years from now, right? And they're bringing back, you know, <laughs> Randy Orton, right? <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> doesn't that sound grim? Like, <laughs> like doesn't it sound like, yo, so this is that not means the they same be bringing thing. Back, that means they'd be bringing back Cena. Um, yeah, Cena, big they, reaction also. Very big they be, reaction. They'd be bringing back Cena. How would you compare it to Hogan? It was just above Hogan, I would say. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I would say 10 years from now, geez, I mean, that's that's Hogan. Um, that's, oh, not Hogan, I'm sorry. That That's, uh, that's Cena. Uh, Batista, by that time, probably be done with his shelf life at doing movies, so he'll, he'll probably be free to do that kind of sort of thing. Um, that'd be, you know, that'd be... Triple H? Triple I mean, Triple H in theory would still would be the Booker, so maybe he won't want to be on air. You know, who knows? Um, I mean, obviously, it'd be like the Shield guys, New Day. Um, I think. I mean, I think it'll do. I think you know. You think about it now, like we're, we're always we're always stuck with the nostalgia thing, whatever. It's like you know, it's always yesterday's stuff was always better. Or the stars are bigger, and I mean, at the rate that this shit's going, like. We're gonna be we're gonna go down lines here for now and be like, God damn, like Becky Lynch is so much better than like <laughs> Becky Lynch is so much better than Stephanie's daughter. Like right? it'll, be, it'll be something <laughs> like that, right? So I mean, I I, I don't I wouldn't want to get too uh, you know I don't I don't I don't want to go too far on 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 the thing. Like I mean, look, they can always I always say this when when um you know they can always decide to unfuck themselves. Yeah, they can always pull their hands out their asses. They I mean like. They, I believe they have. I don't believe they're all dummies back there, and they're all like, you know, they 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 don't care about putting out putting their best foot forward. I just think that a lot of times they don't because of things that are beyond their control, namely Vince. So like, you know, they just have to wait this shit out. I don't know how much more <laughs> waiting they can do, but they're gonna they're gonna have to wait it out. Vince got twenty more years on top, bitch. Boy. All right. Well, I guess I guess that means if you want to watch Ron Smack now, you better tune into the WWE Network. I don't know how this shit gonna be on cable twenty years from now. At this rate, if he's still booking this shit. Shit. Uh, shit. It might be on TNT, bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of that, uh, did you catch any of the like the um, business call that came out? It was largely boring. It was like all oh, the metrics are pointing down, but they're still making a shit ton of money. I don't think there's really too much more interesting than that. Vince McMahon calling AEW a blood and guts company is hilarious. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard the, the gist of it. Like the merchandise is down, the attendance is down, the um, or or the t- attendance for the quarter is down. Yeah, I, I mean, all the traditional uh, money making revenue streams are all down, uh, and down considerably compared to uh, second quarter of last year. So. Yeah, um, and the TV's down compared to uh, other cable. Um, more like I think is I think cable's yeah. down like eight percent or something like that. And um, Raw this quarter somehow managed to stop the stop some of the bleeding, only be down fourteen compared to like the first quarter last uh, of this year when they were like down sometimes like something between like fifteen and twenty. So so yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's it's it, you know. Saudi Arabia and the cable deal that's gonna prop them up for a while or is at least five years and yep. you know then we'll see what happens after that. Yep. Um besides that, like um, you know, 
I don't really know too much about like the stock market and all that. I know the stock like went up. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's people trying to get in, you know, as that, you know, uh, there was a bunch of stock sold off recently by a lot of the top executives, including yeah. Vince, Stephanie, George Berrios, uh, Michelle Wilson, all those folks were selling a shit ton of stock. Uh, my boy Dan was telling me how Kevin it, Dunn sold Kevin, some, uh, Kevin a Dunn, shit ton yeah, of his stuff too. Telling me how it was like a uh, white collar kind of crime insider trading you know, like, wait, I, I said that I, I said man this ain't insider trading like they're selling off a bunch but no but what's gonna happen is they're gonna like get like some free grants essentially to replace those stocks and then they're gonna buy the stock back essentially like at a lower price and and cook the books essentially like yeah, yeah. and this is the way okay. like corporations does it and he said a lot of big companies do it like pretty much like cooking the books cooking the stock essentially so this is like common that this happens so mm-hmm. um but yeah like all the metrics point down they have the money being propped up by saudi arabia vince uh says they're not gonna do that gory crap uh like a potential competitor uh which is hilarious um <laughs> when, okay, they, so... when, they, when they had when they had brock lesnar busting uh roman reigns uh head to the fucking white meat at wrestlemania 34 yeah that's what I, that's what i was about to get at it's like okay like you like they're doing they're doing this shit on like look if you look at the frequency of the amount of times it is happening where they're doing it or they're like intentionally getting blood and in, in aew compared to wwe yes aew comparatively speaking is doing it a lot more they're doing like every show right once every show or you know like i'm not counting the the cody thing you and if you want to count the cody thing because it was a dumb idea to 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 have a let a let's rig a chair shot and then it, and then it fucking backfires and splits somebody's head open like then i consider you a dumbass like sure all right i'm i'm, I'm with you um but either way is like yes like you do it less but you still do it and you know they're they're I, also I, a sophisticated company, James. I, look, I, I mean, I, I'm not okay. What what else was he supposed to say? Like what? Okay, like okay. If your wording was, look, we're not going to be we're not going to be doing blood and guts at the level that, because that's a thing in the past and it's you know whatever else. Like, I guess the trend, the immediate words come to mind is like I guess more mature, sophisticated, and then like you know, like you think of like the, some of the synonyms of the words you th- you're looking for like yeah i see where he comes on sophisticated now don't get me wrong it's still fucking hilarious that he said that yes that's but what i'm getting at like, what? i'm not i'm not i'm not willing to jump i'm not really just to jump on him for being like really the really and then go ahead and get, do your drake maverick line oh uh, you're like drake maverick like the the company the sophisticated company where they have a storyline where a guy cannot fuck his wife until he is wearing the 24-7 championship during said fucking. Yeah. What? Like, sophisticated. <laughs> right. Sophisticated. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're done with WWE talk. Uh, so, let's talk about stardom. Hit the music. It is so refreshing to hear the music signifying the beginning of our stardom segment. I love it. It makes me feel happy. It makes me want to get at the end of the show, 
get up on here like with the mic in hand. And yes, I I do have a handheld mic aside from um, the one I'm using to record. You know, and I and I was just you know do do the sign off like um, I, I'm you know Mayu live now. <laughs> I forgot what the what the uh, what the phrase is. Oh my god! Uh, shine together, we believe. Stardom, but, but, no, but like believe that. now, shine tomorrow. We are stardom. Yeah, I believe is what it is. Yeah, I see. I see you out there with that with that LL Cool J uh, tattoo on your in your hand. Um. <laughs> anyway, so all right, Rich. So. Can you do me a favor? Can you give me some of the quick uh, in your mind, like the people that immediately come to mind when I say 2019 One Nation Radio Award Finesse of the Year? All this, right. The key is already coming up with a few a few names come to mind immediately. Jeff, Je- well, he can't win, but because um, <laughs> the award's name after him. Yes, uh, right. John Moxley. That would be one. Yes. Immediately uh, comes to mind. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Yep. Also, someone that comes to mind. Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, he he duped him into uh to give him the belt again, and also duped him into getting more money and doing like per he's signing from deal like short term deal at the short term deal like he's almost like signing quarterly or some shit. So yeah, um, there have been a few more. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I I'm not sure. There have been a few more. I would have to say okay. I'm caught off guard by the question. Okay, so that sounds like a good list. However, there is one person that absolutely I don't I'm sure he's not gonna win because people don't really know the backstory, but one person absolutely should be a lockdown candidate for Finesse of the Year on the ONR War should be Rossi Ogawa, the, the the owner and booker of stardom. Okay. This man uh this year has managed to get Tony Storm and Viper and Zaya Brookside, all WWE UK talents on on his shows. From uh, do di- do different tours throughout the year so far this year, while also getting WWE talent to work his shows, he's also been able to get Maya Iwatani, the fucking Woman of Honor belt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got her on, and got her on the Ring of Honor slash New Japan yes. Madison Square Garden show. Yes. Also got Kagetsu and Hazuki and Hanakamura on the pre-show to that. Uh. In MSG. Oh, let's see what else he's done. Oh, uh, he was able to tell, uh, to get convinced uh, Cassandra Miyagi to leave Sendai Girl, leave uh, Miko Satomura, and, and, and now she's going to become a free agent. Uh, and that happened, uh, she showed up in stardom in like February. She ended up uh, becoming a, a full member of stardom by the beginning of May. Uh, Riho, who was working at uh, Go to Move, this hole in the wall uh, promotion that's not even one of the 15 biggest promotions in Japan for Joshi. Uh, she used he, she used to tag gender match or mixed tag matches with Kenny Omega back in the day, so she's on AEW. All right, so does AEW do uh, does a couple of shows and go and all of a sudden uh, because she has multiple duties uh, that she can't really be a full-time member of go to move. Okay. That makes sense. She decides to become a freelancer. That's tradition. So uh, we just had the Corrigan hall show, um, which is like a pay-per-view essentially. And, and uh, for stardom and guess who shows up, who was a mostly uh, a person that's freelancing. Rio. Rio shows up there. She says, I'll be at the next Corrigan show. 
Um, so it's just a matter of time where she's announced as a full time member in Japan of Star. So it's like that's another one. So it's like on top of B, had, who he and, convinced oh, also, to move to Japan, and also B, who you know who uh, who they made the champion, also ends up on AEW. He has more eyes on the product. He has fear. He has he. He has B out here doing um doing uh, Manami Toyota's old finisher. Yes. Even though that breaks like the Joshi tradition and cause Stardom don't give a fuck. <laughs> like it's just, Two middle it's fingers amazing. by rolls. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Like Sierra, Sierra 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 is not the big the biggest fan of B simply because of that reason. It's like and look. I guess it's easier to do than to be able to get rid of tradition and make up your own rules. You're number one when you're number one in uh, in in your country or whatever else. But it's like he 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 keeps figuring out ways to make this shit work. And at the same time, like the they're having you know they're probably the best wrestling uh, in Joshi in the in in the country this year again. But ultimately, never forget that like this ultimately is nothing but. Like a a all of this wrestling that they're doing for Ferrasi, you don't give a shit about that. Ultimately, it's all about him trying to sell, trying to sell you some crap. He's trying to sell you, oh, buy these streamers, buy these keychains, buy yes. these shirts, money. That's Bro, all it's we about walked by, like, we walked by Rossi Ogawa at the Stardom show in New York, and I was like, oh shit, it's Rossi Ogawa, and he he just like nodded his head like at yeah. me, and then he had a handful of shirts in his hand, a handful of Queen's yes. Quest shirts programs fucking like anything you want like you you can come get it he has it for sale yeah and like you've watched enough of these star shows he's always he's always all in the the videos he's always in the car cameras video do you ever see that man get excited when they're in the middle of a four and a half star match you ever see him like you know (laughs) look be excited he's literally sitting there like 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 he's about to go half like hey man wrap this shit up so we can start uh the pictures and and, selling more shit before and after the shows yeah so Yes, I, I believe that this, look, I don't know if he'll make it next year or the year after that or whatever else, but he deserves it for this year. He's <laughs> 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 grinding. So Bro, good. This man took this man took the uh the tag title off of Momo to get you to to believe that she was going to win the red belt at this Corican show and be the, be a fresh champion. That's the only belt she has to defend. She took the or he took the high speed title off of Azuki. He was in the middle of, at worst, the second best top, maybe the third, one of the top three title reigns for the high speed belt ever in the, in the company's history. To get you to believe that she, he, she she's going to be the fresh, brand new uh, white belt champion, so she don't need that belt. He's going to make a clean break. Both of them lost. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Yeah. So. Uh... Yeah, so where do you want to go from here? All right, so before we get into the card, there was some news in the Observer this week, which should scare the shit out of anyone that, you know, finds pleasure or joy in stardom as its own independent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. When Triple H was over in Japan cosplaying as a S.H.I.E.L.D. member or whatever the fuck, or, or a club member, a Bullet Club member this time, sorry, um, you know, throwing up the two sweet and whatever. He apparently had a couple meetings. Uh, he had some meetings with Dragon Gate, which apparently I talked to Josh today. I should be watching, and there's almost no excuse for my wrestling taste that I'm not currently watching Dragon <laughs> Gate. So I plan to integrate that into um, what I've got going on. It was like it's like the fastest paced wrestling, like with all like you know just craziness, just you know that's that's yeah. me all day. Isn't that where like Ricochet and the Young Bucks started out in Japan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, sign me up. So, <laughs> um, they um, 
also had a meeting, Triple H, with Rossi Ogawa and Stardom. You know, that could be a million things. Um, WWE's tiered network system, they rolled out the new version of the network. Uh, I was on there today looking at it on my phone. It's just a little bit different. Uh looks like a couple sections are gone. They did some cleanup, you know, whatever. But everybody knows the tiered pricing system is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, th- for me, looking at it, it's just like, wow. And I, I've mentioned several times I'm reading Death of the Territories. This is nothing but... Uh, you know, global globalization this time, like they did America in the eighties and now they're like, they're drawing battle lines all across the world. They're trying to make sure that they establish these relationships with these companies, whatever before, um, like they're trying to essentially, you know, divide up like essentially like this is NATO in the, in the fucking, uh, whatever it is like, you know, the other side, like, you know, the one with Russia and China and everything like that. And, you know, this is America and France and Italy and on this side or whatever. And yeah, it's like, it's, I, I really hope. That they wait, wait, not... I'm trying to. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, American history buff, geopolitics. What, what, what war are you were talking? What, what potential war are you talking about? It's only two labels, James. Oh God, no. But never mind. Well, I guess well, I'm getting yeah, you know, like talk- all right, all right. You know, like the, the the allies, essentially, like the American allies, and then NATO, like. But NATO was way after that. NATO was like, well, since we've been alive, like yeah. that. You talk about World War Two and shit. I'm like, what's going? <laughs> I was like, wait a second, what NATO? <laughs> Because like, well, well you know, like on. I'm talking about like traditional allies, essentially. I know like, you mean yes. Russia the, and China the, are the always ally- affiliated. Yes, the allies versus the access. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I roughly get what you mean, but yeah. I was like, I was confused. Like, wait, it's NATO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. But, what does that got to do with the price of tea in Argentina? <laughs> like, what, what is going on? <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. So, I hope that they do not buy Stardom. I, I'm. I that's what I, I'm like. All right. It'd be like, yeah, we'll buy your territory, uh, or either make you like an underling, like an ICW or Evolve or something like that. Okay, I so- I kind of prefer Stardom to act as like this independent kind of thing where everyone can go. Okay, yeah. Okay, so okay, just to give you a background. Like the thing with Rossi, and it's kind of funny. Is like Rossi is kind of like the Japanese, or it has, a, or let me, let's not do that. Uh, he has a lot of parallels to like. Jim Cornette and also uh, Heyman to where like they were they were young dudes taking photos and then yeah. all of a sudden they got and they were around a lot during uh, you know during you know what their perspective time whatever uh, perspective territory they're in you know uh, obviously um, obviously Memphis for for Cornette you know um, WWF WWF and other places uh, around for Heyman and then for Rossi after college for him it was um, all Japan women's. Mm-hmm. So he was there during that Haiti with Manami in, in Asia and um in uh Jaguar and all of them. So anyway, he was around. They thought he had a, a sharp eye for stuff. He got into booking, um, and then the ownership went belly up. So then he tried to start he, like this is th- Stardom is his third attempt to try to, you know, his third promotion he's tried to get off the ground. And like Stardom finally stuck. So <clears throat> So for me, I don't know if it's so much about uh, for him. It's I'm sure he enjoys, you know, he enjoys doing that sort of thing. But like as far as by him buying in whatever else, like I don't think he, I, I think he would do it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think he would absolutely do it. Um, 
Now, does that mean like you know after he signs it, signs whatever else and, and hands it over, like how many how many years he has before he can compete again? I think by the time he, I think over those those five years or whatever else happens or whatever else, maybe he you know starts running again. But then there's also the opportunity, also the thing of like you know he's older, so he might want to just hold on to this thing. And but I don't know who he passes on to. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Because like the people he originally started this thing with, like they're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like he started this, it was like it was um, the train uh, Fuka, you know, you know, as the original trainer, she left uh, in the last two years. She started a family. I don't know, you know, you see the pictures and she's occasionally around some of the girls, some of the uh, talent, but whatever else. And then um, she had a they had a terrible falling out after the uh, the Yoshiko shoot thing in 2015 with. Um, and Takahashi, who was, you know, their first champion and was, you know, one of the three people that were helping that were running the thing with with Rossi. So or one of two other people that were running with Rossi. So, like, I don't know what their power structure is. It seems like it kind of got consolidated into just Rossi after the falling out after the shoot thing in 2015. But um, I don't know. Like, I mean, there are, there are benefits as an American fan <clears throat> of if start if, you know, they say, look. We could kind of treat you like Evolve and Gabe Sapolsky, where like, we'll you know we'll send you talent, you uh, we protect certain people. You know, he he does that all the time. Like Tony Storm may have been beating on uh, right. you know, and and he don't give a shit. He'll beat anybody. He don't care. Um, so I think in theory, as a as an American fan, like there's always worries because obviously, like, what if he just what if they just you know buy it out and just like just let it just die, right? Mm-hmm. But if they actually were to really let whoever else you know run it and run it in a way that it was it was ran before, and to keep it profitable, because they, I think they run an Americanized product or, or a fully Americanized product and run it like it's they're gonna work like WWE style, she'll just go belly up immediately. Like NXT right? Japan, like part of like like we're we're gonna combine <clears throat> like essentially. I don't see them being able to buy out both Dragon Gate and um, Stardom. Like, both fall at their feet, essentially. And I mean, look, they have the money to yeah, buy them a hundred times over if they wanted yeah. to. <clears throat> I just think it's just different, like, in Japan. Like, like nah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you ain't about I mean, to come in here and... Yeah, I mean, you enjoyed it by it. It's like, it, it would be cool to be able to, you know... <laughs> it, like, it, it would be cool to be able to tune in and be able to, like, all the shows, all the matches are up from the Corican, like... And I can just go back and just press play as opposed to after, oh, the the whatever big match or the best match is put up, I watch it and I have to come back in five days to watch the whole rest of the whole damn card. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just being able to just roll out of bed or whatever else and just pop, press play and it's already up there. With tra- translations or whatever else and announcing or whatever else. Like, I'm not a big fan on them actually having announcing. Like, I've heard their, uh, I've heard New Japan Samurai TV uh, that actually has. Uh, commentary. Bonacano does a time uh, commentary uh-huh. uh, with somebody else. Like I, I kind of like just being able to watch the thing without hearing people. I just hear the crowd as supposed to hear uh, commentary. But that's that's an aesthetic thing, whatever. But um, I I just like all right. You want to do that? I wish you the best of luck because when you try to do these for a uh, four hour taping in Kurikin, <laughs> and and only and you know. That shit can that shit can max out at like what seventeen hundred, and that shit only gets like six hundred and fifty people. Like, that, all right, God bless you. Like, because that's yeah. I see what that. I was like, oh, it's it's WWE. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I see them people shrugging their shoulder. 
Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to see like what comes, what all this means. Uh, if there's a super promotion of Dragon Gate and Stardom, like I'm sure it would be interesting to watch. But it's just like, all right, it's now locked mm-hmm. out from the rest of the world. Like, yeah, I my my thing is like, if they're do if they would do it in that particular setup to where it's like we put both of them together and merge them, and then like all of a sudden like, oh yeah, they only have like three women's matches on a or two women's matches on the card and like, I definitely don't want that. Right. Hell no. You know, so like a bunch of people have to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's like different like over there. Like, you know. Oh. Uh, like, I mean, okay, so like what the WWE's like, yeah, we don't want this person, this person, this person. Like, fuck them. Like I like <laughs> Oh, you know you know that immediately happened because it's like they're not gonna let any like like they, like they, like they would have to have some kind of come to G's moment to be like, okay, so Momo Watanabe is like the best female wrestler in output last year in the entire world. We're gonna have to fire her because she's nineteen. Yeah, you idiots, you fucking <laughs> morons. So, like, yeah, like that. That could be like that would I be another would, issue. I, I think they would get around that. I mean, but I mean, still, Cause, I mean, cause okay, Zaya Brookside so, like, is that young? I, I believe. Oh no, Zaya Brookside's like. I think she's 21. I think. Yeah. But I mean, there's still so many uh, women that are that age. Like, there are so many women, like, I think we talked about the other day. Like, there are eight women on the main, on Starman's roster that are, like, anywhere between better than better than any of the horsewomen to very good that are. Yeah, uh, Zyber size 20. That are, that are, like, anywhere between the ages of 24 and 19. Right? So, between, like, what is that? Uh,. That's Konami. That's uh, Hannah Kimura. That is uh, Momo Watanabe. That is uh, Utami Hayashita. I, I can't. I can't pronounce her name. Um, Hayashita, I think. It's, it's really no. It's really Haya. It's, it's really Hayashita. Ah, but I, never I, but mind. But it's, it's my my American tongue is just so. <laughs> I, I, so. Um, so that's four I mentioned. There's also uh about to mess around, uh, just call her you. <laughs> right. There, I mean, so there's Wow. So <laughs> uh there there's um there's Mo- I'm sorry, there's B. There's also uh, uh oh my god, Arisa uh, Shiki. Like there's Suzuki, right? So that's you know what I'm saying? Like that's so much talent between the ages of nineteen and twenty four, and it's like I, if this was WWE, they wouldn't run with. They wouldn't let eight women that are, you know, that are all good, like just be around at the same time. They wouldn't do that. It'd break them up somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they fuck around and move Kyrie and Oscar over there. <laughs> like, it'd be like, yeah, fuck out the way. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, let's talk about this car a little bit, man. I, okay. I watched, I watched like two of those matches. Um. The, the big two, the red belt and white belt. Uh, I guess we start with the red belt. Uh, okay. So, B. Priestley defended the title, was victorious over Momo Watanabe. I thought this was an excellent match. I am a huge fan of Momo Watanabe and her... Oh, my God. When she was getting beat up, it was like those people were... Like, she's such a good seller. Like, these people were, like, living and dying with her. It was like yeah, it, you thought yeah, she was getting killed. Yeah, so I think I don't know. If, was that on air when we were talking about the fact that like um B didn't get any streamers? Was that or was that, that was off air? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, B got no streamers. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why she got no streamers is because like everybody that was in that building wanted Momo to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it was. Right? Yeah. It was clear. 
Yeah, like um, th- that sort of thing is like her her uh, one day down, barring some type of injury where she gets a setback, like when she hurt herself in 2017, uh, her knee or whatever else. Like if she stays healthy, like she's gonna be the red belt. She's gonna be the red belt champion in the next two years. Like I don't see how they. I mean, I don't see how they hold it off. Like she's. Um, she's a faction leader, so that she already has that advantage. And then, like, she's also the best wrestler in the comp, or you know, on a on a big match basis. She or last year anyway, she was the best. I love that suplex she, was the best. she does. So, yeah, yeah, the um or the pump handle, or she basically reach underneath pump handle, and yeah, the, uh, yeah, and, and now she does the, uh, the yeah, she yeah, that's like basically like she also does that um like the Sami Zayn fifty fifty that bridge yeah uh, the bridge that, but then like. You kick out of that one, then she'll use that pup handle one. It's like, all right, yeah, it's definitely going. So yeah, she um, I uh, I, I really enjoyed the match. I thought that it wasn't the best match on the card, obviously, but I, I thought it was a really good match. I don't know, I didn't even put a rating on it. What you have rated it? Four I would probably flat. said four or four and a quarter. I'd probably say four flat. Now nah, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a really good match. Just like, um, I think that. I think that at the beginning she gave too much to um to be. B was getting like, the shit out of her, like yeah, at the beginning, yeah, and then uh, so I think that kind of like for me, I never really got into it because like it was so she was so dominant over her to be at the beginning. So, um, but yeah, after a while, after they after the last the last part of the match really got me into it. So yeah, I, I but it was it was solid all the way through. It just it was like it was at a certain level, and then you know, and then all of a sudden it's like the the. The kickouts happening is like okay. The kickouts were where was where the magic was. Right um, after the match, and uh, you know, Tommy immediately runs in check on Momo, and right. I'm almost like, man, why she ain't like you know, like she ain't say good match B, like she didn't look at B, right? And I was like, man, that's, I wonder if there's some smoke there. And then what do you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, well, I, I think I, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about. Uh, talked about starting one of the last times was that um after her defense against konami at this pearl show um a month ago she said to momo and b to like whoever wants the title shot can get it right so momo basically took the first one and i guess like b was like you yeah i didn't forget so uh, that was cool yeah uh it it was uh actually to sidetrack for uh tommy i watched some of her match, I didn't see the whole thing. I thought I was like, uh, I watched her entrance and I was like, wow, sad times. Utami only coming out with two championships on. <laughs> yeah, she still has the features title in the uh, WSA title. So, uh, B basically is like, you know, I didn't forget. Uh, I'm if, sorry, if hold on. It. The SWA title, sorry. Yep. She was like, if you want it, uh, next month, uh, Cork and Hall, Utami versus B, run it. Yeah. Uh, Utami's yeah. like, the Red Belt Champion is challenging me. What the fuck I look like not to uh, not to want right. to run it? So I'm like, why does B want to beat up all her friends, James? <laughs> I mean, they're trying to establish her. Because, you know, like, she, they're doing, they're, okay, so you know always talk about, like, when we talk about people in long-term booking, how we always say, show your work, like, like have all your have all these points A, B, and C lead to Z, and ultimately, when she, for her to get the belt, like there was no work really done to get her to she's a red belt champion. It was all like wait a second, like she's a red belt champion. Then like you think about the politics at, at play, you're like okay, that makes sense. She's gonna go to AEW, blah 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 blah. But it's like now you have to deal with your domestic crowd, and your domestic crowd is like. They like B. They don't love B because B was one. She's a guy, and two, she was a mid Carter. 
at that for mm-hmm. forever. And you just put the belt on her and rock and rocket strapped her out of nowhere. So they have to give her people that are super duper credible that you have. You, so now she have to eat the heavy hitters. Like you have to beat Kagetsu. You have to beat Momo. You have to beat, you know, uh, I'm assuming um, Utami to get to, you know, at this point. So that's, that's where we're headed. They have to, they're building her credibility after the fact. Man. Uh, I'd be interested to see how that goes next month because I, I think Utami has a shot. Um, she's been like, I don't know if she's ever fought for the red belt before you have to fill me in, but, um, doesn't it seem like she's been like this prodigy? Like essentially, I don't know. Like, well, if they want to make this more of a crowning moment for her, if this is an exhibition. Well, okay. So there is a story at play for Utami. If she were to win the red belt, I mean, the story play regardless, like, okay. So the next Corrigan Hall show is August 10th. Short is only a couple weeks from now, right? Yeah. It's the same day as Summer or day before Summer. No, day same day as SummerSlam, SummerSlam Takeover Weekend, right? So she won finals. That's a fucking murderous weekend. Yeah. So the thing that's that's funny about it is like remember how in the Observer, uh, Utami finished second for Rookie of the Year behind um, Rousey, right? Right. Okay. The thing about Utami being second in that on that thing is that like Utami, like okay, so this. Corican show on August 10th will be her one year anniversary. <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like it will be her one year. It'll be her one year anniversary because like, uh, last year was, uh, was on August 12th. Uh, yeah, August 12th. And I think that that was also could guess who's uh 10 year anniversary show. So, so like all that could you flash forward to where we are now is like, okay, so she debuts, she goes to a 15 minute draw with jungle she wins or she goes to the final of the uh of the five star grand prix which is stardom's uh g1 and she loses to to um mayu and then she wins all those belts over that span of a year and now we're at this point where she can actually win the title in a, in basically a year or you know 330 363 days i'm calling it now you going to beat b could be could be. I mean, my thing is, if she don't, if if B doesn't lose here, she gonna have that bitch for a minute. If, if B don't lose here, like I mean, she could lose to whoever wins the G one or G one, the uh, the the Grand Prix. But at that point, it's like, all right, well, she beat all the, she beat Momo already. She beat Utami. I'm, I don't see anybody on the horizon that should be a Red Bell champion right now. That screams out to me right now. So in theory, like. If she wins here, I will keep the belt on her until the until the uh, the the year in climax, the last Kurikan Hall show of the year in December. I think that's like I think it's either Christmas Eve or the day or Christmas or uh, December twenty uh, third. So like that's where we're headed right now. I would yeah, I, I, I think if you're gonna do it, then do it. I think if like, she if, if she beats Utami, it's like all right, she's gonna be around for for a while with that belt because I don't know right. when AEW starts to come into the to the to the fold here because she's listed on the aw website like right. as, as a wrestler so i don't know like how that's all gonna work like how much like she'll be on every week but uh i'm pretty sure she'll be at all out like so yeah um the semifinal match um the arisa hoshiki i, yep. I got it correct yes yep. uh has, has defended the white belt against our girl hazuki um yep. I love this match. I thought it was I, better than the main event. I did too. I saw it and I'm just like, bro, like 
like, Arissa is like, remember that, Kaya? Respect me. You gonna respect <laughs> me? Like, <laughs> like this, like this, what this is like. I I thought it was fucking awesome. Um, I every match I've seen of hers, I've dug. I watched less than you. I know you said there was like some energy around her where it's just like, huh, I don't really get it. Like, kind of like you know the B thing a little bit because they're in tag teams and uh, they never right. really showed anything as a solo. And but I've only seen the solo work, and mm-hmm. I've just I've been blown away both matches. Okay, so. Okay, so for me, like, I'm at a point now where these last two Kurgan Hall shows where I'm just like, okay, like, she is this. She does. Do you remember the Bill Simmons uh, core, or talk or in, in his book on the book of basketball? How you talked about there are certain people that are, I think it was table setters, where certain people put things on the yes. table and also take things off the table. Yep. And like, you live with the poor, you live with the the good and the bad because they're because that good is so good. Like you know, think of like a Rondo not being able to shoot a Russell Westbrook being a poor decision maker because he plays so hard. There's nothing left in the, at the tank in his tank at the end of games. Like those people, for example. So Orissa is at a point where because she is so um, she's just getting back to this where you know she you know she wrestled in two thousand. I want to say she did. I think she's in 2011, 2012 with stardom. Like, I think she was, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Um, and then she left and then she came back after like a six year, after going to be gone for six years. So like she came back pretty much like in the fall, maybe. Oh no. Or maybe it was the, I think it was maybe the, the, the November, uh, Corrigan Hall show. So, like she's only been doing she's only been back to doing this for so long and also like when she was and uh, she was gone for so long so it's like she's relearning how to do all this and when she was doing it before she was super young she was like she was a kid like she's only 23 now mm-hmm. right like so she in theory she's probably like 16 right uh so so you see these big, these big matches and it's like, all right, you see her in tag match. You see, she has like the kick, like because of the kickboxing background, you see like the strikes Bro, are the there, kicking, whatever else. My God. But you know, you see her do things. It's like, okay, like maybe it's not a good idea in tag match to suplex one person by a corner, uh, suplex another person to stack them on top of each other, suplex a third person to stack them on top of each other, and then go to the top rope and then do, and then do, uh, 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 um, not a meteora, but like uh, double double diving knees on onto a, a pile of people because like somebody you're about to roll in your, your knees into somebody's face, you know what I'm saying? Like she so, like she does something like that, or like maybe not don't do double knees here because like you damn near just rolled your ankle because you didn't tuck your your you didn't like uh move your your uh, your feet out the right way you're gonna hurt yourself. So and what is it what about the selling where you're like your hands are flailing around like you're a Bailey uh in, inflatable tube man person i don't get it but whatever like she she's a she's a very good athlete like i remember uh she's a she's a great athlete like she might just be one of these like raw super talents is like she's learning as she goes and she's already this good so just imagine where she's going to be in the future um i would also like to throw in a shout out to uh Hazuki and Tam in this in these last matches because like yeah. both of them had to match their lives with this woman. Yeah, and 
um, are like Suzuki is one of one of my favorites because she was a high speed champion. Right. Star live uh, in New York. I'm looking forward to rewatching some of that. Um, she she loses here in her quest for the white belt. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's a shock or anything. Like it, it was like you would think that Suzuki was headed there, but uh, B and both um, Arissa both had their third defense. Um, yeah. So it's like they're gonna be whooping ass on top for a while. Like, yeah. that's what this knight told me. Yeah. And I was, and the thing is, like, they don't really... The belts are protected. So it's like, they'll just suspect that, all right, B won it in May, so she's going to come off of it, you know. Nah, they don't really do that. Like, I mean, there have been... There have been, there have been short title reigns, but, like, a lot of that stuff is, like, oh, uh, it's stuff that is, like, injury. Like, Mayu had a short title reign after she finally beat EO because she in the middle of the match with Tony Storm, she dislocated her elbow. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, all right, well, you have to throw that, you know, it, quote unquote, throw the X up and you know, just hand a hand Tony the belt, right? Um, you know, the white belt, they, they you know, the, that belt's pretty big too. Like you got to think, like this this champion or the red belt anyway, for example, there's only been eleven reigns between ten people. Mm-hmm. The the company started in was it. Uh, January, yeah, January 2011. Like, that's a well protected belt. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I, they're gonna hold on to him for a while. Like, it, it would have been cool to have seen Hazuki or Momo to, to have done that, especially because you, you, you just know that, like, that's where Momo's headed. But, you know, there's always, you know, something about the, the chase and the journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I, but hold on, real quick. I have to say, when they're, uh, uh, the match was going very well. And then all of a sudden, when they get to the end of the sequence where Hazuki's on the top rope, uh, she's about to go for her her um, her pump her pump dive thing, her finish, and Arissa shoots up, uh, catches her uh, on the rope, and they start trading back forearms back and forth on, on the top top turnbuckle. And then <laughs> and then Hazuki grabs her in a clinch and just runs her knee with a knee lift, her face right into a knee lift. And then Hazuki basically flips off of uh, Arissa's back because she's laid out on the on the on the top rope. And then she reaches, grabs her back and then gives her like that uh, you know, that neck breaker thing from the top rope. And then it's like, yo, that's 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 so nasty. There was a there was a kick from Arissa that I loved uh that she does it, it it almost makes you think of the old Ernest the Cat Miller top rope kind of spinning, um, you know, roundhouse or whatever. But she doesn't like start backwards. She starts facing you, and it's oh, like she just yeah, the thirteen <laughs> yeah. She calls it thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, that shit great. Yeah, every time she does, I'm afraid she's gonna like blow out her knee. Yeah. Like, it, like I don't think it's gonna be a sin situation, but I think it's gonna be because the way she lands is makes me think like she's gonna tweak her knee one time, and it's gonna be just done. But then again, maybe she it doesn't happen because she's like she's. She's like a rubber band too. Like all, like that's the one thing. Always do all these crazy bumps and stardom. It's like all of them are like springy as hell. Like they're all like Sasha Banks, where it's like I don't have to worry about her bumping like that because like she's almost like they're all almost like Gumby. Almost all of them. Yeah, I would probably say if you're feeling real good, you go four and a half. Uh, I'd probably go four and a quarter on this. Um, I, I when I first saw it, I gave it four and a half. So I thought it was one. I thought it was one of the five best matches in stardom this year. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I enjoy that. I didn't see the rest of the show, but I know there's a tag team match. Uh, Jungle and uh, her partner, was it Konami? Konami, Konami. Um, yeah, it was good. I'd probably go three and a quarter. And yeah. they didn't they didn't try to have an epic match. They just tried to have a solid uh, top of the mid card match, and they end up having it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we will uh, follow more closely on Stardom. I'm, I'm starting to get, yeah. start starting to actually kind of learn some shit. So uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, do, do we need to talk about the Reho thing, or did we already do that? And I forgot. Uh, that she that she's debuting next month at Corican Hall. Yes, uh, and I think she's going to be in the. Um, I think she'll be in the high speed title match with yes. against Def Yamasan. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, Def Yamasan. There was a a funny picture that came out. I think I might have retweeted it. Uh, Rio was looking like a mother of like two children of a of a nice like starlight kid, and you know her goth <laughs> daughter Def Yamasan. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, but last thing I want to talk about today is. Gato shaking the fucking table and deciding that uh, the LIJ stands might have to eat the pills. Um, John Moxley defeats Tetsuya Naito and Kazuchika Okada defeats Kenta as both men stand on top of their blocks at 5-0. and oh. Everyone is trying to figure out who the fuck is getting the fall title shots at Okada. This has led to speculation of Okada possibly winning the G1. Uh, the John Moxley winning the G1 start is talking. The Naito is in deathly trouble. Uh, it's hilarious now, I think, that, um, like, <laughs> if you're rooting for Naito really hard, you have to get on bended knee uh, to, and sell your soul to start rooting for uh, for Toro Yano and Jay White. My yeah, God. You yeah. You hate to see it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like yeah, shit. like seriously, like you're just like, yep. Yeah, can we just get some banana? Like especially with Yano's, like, can we get a, uh, a banana in the tailpipe victory for for him? Another one because yeah, remember, like Yano beat fucking Naito. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Gato's like, like, either he got a masterpiece brewing or or something's like like he's got everybody just like let, let, lighting their brackets on fire. Uh, I kind of you know this year I. I was going to fill out a bracket in the last minute. I didn't get one done. And I was like, whatever. I don't feel bad. I'll just watch it and root for anarchy or, or whatever. Like, I'm, I, don't, I, have, I have no, like, bracket to uphold or anything. So, it's it's just like, huh, all right. Whatever they do is, is fine with me. But Okay. So, if you can just backtrack and go to the – can you get yourself into, the, uh, into your mind state of, you know, a couple weeks ago before the G1 started? Um. Who do you think we're going to be like the final two going into the final two for Block B going into uh, going into the G one? I mean, you would think Naito and Jay White because they're like the they're the headline match of the um, the final day, and then with Juice and Mox right. underneath them, so maybe there are going to be implications yeah. there. Well, you know, like Jay White's already out of it because he's already lost three times. He started out three and zero or zero and three, so he's already like. Like we always thought that, like I thought last week we were talking about, like he's gonna reel off five straight and then he's gonna end up in the hunt. But it's like you try to, you're trying to now at this point you're trying to find L's for 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 Moxley. So it's like okay, like we got two of them. Are we gonna get a third? Like he's got he's gonna start doing draws. He got four matches. So he has Yano, he has uh, Juice, he has White, and he has one more. I think Goto, if I'm not mistaken. So Um, yeah, it is Goto. 
So, <laughs> Goto the Geek. Um, yeah. Uh, and, all, and, all, and, all, and the whole commentary around his match now at this point was like, should he even be in the G1 next year? That's what, that's what they're talking that's about crazy. now. Like, he, got into this, he got into this great shape, and now, and, you know, and that didn't even work. So, what now? Yeah. He's like, okay. So, you got Yano, which anything happened in a Yano match. Yeah. You got, Unfortunately. You got Juice. Who probably is is a loss looking at it. and Juice is doing putting himself in position to do well. Ishii's sneaking around. Uh, you know, I I'm hoping upon hope. Maybe, you know, Ishii <laughs> but he already lost to Moxley too. So right, oh, right. also so, yeah, Ishii versus yeah. Robinson today. We were gonna get to it, but uh Tomohiro Ishii keeps adding to the all time great catalog out here. Um they I like the the thing is for, for Naito to win a block. Mosley has to he has to outright pass him in points right. because he doesn't have right. a tiebreaker over him. Right. So right. yeah, there's a lot that needs to, to go into as well as Jay White. Jay White needs to either like beat him. If he loses White, to him, he's done. Jay White's gonna have Jay White's gonna have to get off his ass and then like and then Naito is gonna have to just win out. That's the only chance. Right. Um Yeah, so <laughs> And also and also, you know, like Moxie's gonna have to either lose or draw to like some combination of Goto and Yano. Yeah. So the the yeah. John Moxley to Manny Venn and Wrestle Kingdom uh thing doesn't sound like so much of a joke anymore. Um yeah. and Good, you know, this, this command's come a long way from being on um being on upset alert in, in night two against uh Taichi. Yeah. It's come a long way. Long <laughs> way. I, I don't know who would think of such a thing. <laughs> Josh Smith, you can go to hell, you know. Like Josh, Josh like boy, like Josh, Josh, watch all, watch all that, all of that G one. I'm sorry, all that G one. Watch all that New Japan, all those Road Two shows. Just come up with some shit that, like that. <laughs> boy. I um, yeah, I, I, I don't think beating the hottest wrestler in the business with uh, Tai Shiman was a was a feasible. Like I couldn't see that really happening, but um, bro, that. That set that set our discussion. That set that group on fire for like an hour. Like, like it was almost as if like I don't even know. Like, what else could have like made up made been a, such a spark pl- spark fire for our for our thing like that? What what could have el- else would have happened? Like, I don't know. But we were all like, wait a second, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like we started like we all. I mean, we didn't say nothing rude, but like. We we all jumped on that man's head like we is like it, it's not cyberbullying but it was cyberbullying. Yeah, like don't be saying this out loud. Um, yeah. I think it got. I think I think one of us cussed at him. It was me. It was me. Yeah, you were like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think I went on the on, on the voice audio like Josh, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? And, like, like it was like I was, he was like yeah he, he's more popular than like uh. Than Moxley is or something. He's he's more popular than like Jay White or so. I was like, then put the fucking IWGB title on him then. Like, no, was, yes, that's what you said. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I you know, we, you know, we gonna hear about this. Yes, one, Josh, Josh ain't gonna appreciate this. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we don't have to worry about Tai Chi winning the block. So, um, yeah, is now Okada on the other hand, right? You know, people saying like, <laughs> I was like, yo, what if this is one big elaborate work, and we bought this set up for this New Japan AEW 
fucking Wrestle Kingdom face off match. Okada's gonna win the G1. He's gonna call out Kenny, or they're gonna do a Moxley Okada match in the G1 finals. And it run it. Like, I'm like, whatever. I Sign me up for Okada Omega 5. I, I'll take it. You know, if, if that's what we have to settle for, James, sure. I, I'll go for it. But I, I got a feeling this, you know, this will it, upset some not, folks. It, it's not like, right? It's not like I, uh, <laughs> it's not like I, I spent the money for WrestleMania weekend and MSG expecting that match, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like I, it's not like Kenny didn't fuck me by going to AEW. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, and do you look at it? It's like, bro, Okada's murdering this fucking block right now. Like, he hasn't yeah. faced Ibushi yet, he hasn't faced Archer. And Is that last night? Abushi's the last night. Makes sense. So it's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting to see. Like everybody's trying to find out where's the loss coming from. Maybe it's Archer. I, I'm not sure. But Okada's like like if they make him win a G1, like that would be a unique twist for the G1. Yeah, wouldn't select it be the your first opponent. Per- wouldn't it be the first person to ever win the G1 as a champion? Like when there weren't like some weird circumstances around it. Um, like, well, like, weren't all the previous like champions that won the G one like didn't they all win because like there were like weird circumstances around them? I I think so. That's all before like the modern like Wrestle Kingdom stipulations. Right, right, I don't right. Believe. Yeah, like we're almost we're basically like talking about the Royal Rumble like before nineteen ninety three. Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I don't know, I'm man. Sorry, before 1992, sorry, sorry. I, I, like I, I, what about you? You forgot about Ric Flair. Like, okay, chill, yeah. relax. Um, they, um, I, I'm enjoying what they're doing with the G1. Uh, I don't think it's last year as far as like match, high end match quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just under that though. I don't think there's low lows. Um, I had a conversation actually with Josh, like talking about like you know, I think a lot of. The thing that we're noticing is maybe why some of these things aren't achieving as high or people are trying to convince themselves they are is like these guys have all been around each other uh, for a while now. Uh, And I I made this point to him like, you know, it's not the newest like scene of guys wrestling each other. It's like, what more are Ishii and Naito going to do to each other? Like, it's like they've, they've all done it like and they were two years younger like when they were at that that 2017 level where we just like the shit just exploded and we're two years removed from that now mind you 2018 mm-hmm. was still fucking great too by the time we finished it and then 2019 is is great on an, like its own level but you know just f- to to focus in on the g1 um i i is i, I don't really know what i'm trying to say but okay well what you say this though compared to last year and last year being special because like, would you would you say that at the expense of them? I don't even think that somebody did purposely, but at the expense of like some of the roster shakeout with Kenny being gone, do you think that, um, like yes, the ceiling is not as high, but the floor is definitely higher too. Yes, I, I think okay. I, I think that's definitely in play. Like, because I was going through uh, Kenny's cage match from 2018, and then you just fucking get lost, and then you forget. Like, yo, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, like dude, all these fucking five star matches. Like, what the yeah, fuck? <laughs> yeah, like him, Ishii, and and Abushi all in the same block. On and is, it was just ridiculous. And then like Naito's in that block too, wasn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, Naito didn't come on until late. Right. And, and I and I think like with Naito, like I think there is, you know, people talk about Tanahashi's physical decline, right? They don't talk about Naito's. Uh, I actually recommended, you know, the 2017 G1 um, a couple weeks ago on uh, keeping a strong style uh, mm-hmm. as my recommended match, the G1 final with him and Kenny. I had yeah, I got, that, I got I, a message think- today from I got a message today from someone and they were like, "Where the fuck is this Naito?" That that is a new viewer. Do, do I know? Do I know who sent that? Yes. Okay. So the thing about that is like I'm like it's still in him. It's just not as frequent. He don't. Yeah. Like one, it's also like his neck is super fucked up, and his and his knees are fucked up, and that's because he wrestles like a maniac, or he was wrestling like a maniac. But like you know that oh, Kenny Naito that G1 final for 2017, like that's that's outside of. Not talking about putting favorites aside, like objectively watching, I think that's like the fourth. I think that's like the fourth greatest match I've ever seen. Yeah, like the only other ones that I think are higher, or actually, no, I take it back. I think it's the third best match. Only the other ones that I think are better are like the first Kenny and Okada match and the last Kenny Okada match. Mm-hmm. Like that match was incredible. Like when he dude, that freaking like, oh, it's gonna be suplex. No, it's not. I'm going to do basically DDT you into the freaking uh the still pole. pose. Like that's it's like. <laughs> Like yo, that's it's inc- <laughs> like who would have thought of something that maniacal? Yeah. Like they were incredible in that match. Yeah. Um. So it was just like you know, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I am enjoying it though. Uh, the G one is definitely living up. I think we are kind of reaching that middle point right now, as far as like some of the like instead of like yeah, there were four great matches recommended matches. There's like two, uh, the mm-hmm. last couple days. So you know okay. th- this is the point where I'm starting to you know kind of cherry pick a little bit, well, but I did see. Well, this is like the the time and this is the time of the tournament typically where like people like this is like the third quarter is like the worst time of of the tournament. Like it's always like you know start strong first half, kind of like oh my god, I you know I'm making and dying, and then all of a sudden like those last those last three matches uh, everybody has is when it's like people start you know going nuts. So it might turn around soon. Yeah. Uh, hey, turn around from being like turn around from being some of the best shows of the year. Yeah. Like, you get my point. Yeah, um, I did see Tomohiro Ishii and Juice Robinson have a fucking war uh, today, four and three quarters. Wow. Um, Jeremy gave it the same rating, I believe, and it was just like these dudes. They caught me on the near falls. They caught me beating the shit out of like they were beating the shit out of each other. Juice Robinson cussing at Ishii like let's go motherfucker and all this like crazy stuff like it was like Juice has he has it in his head like alright I saw what Mox did with him now I gotta show what I can do with Ishii mm-hmm. and you know Juice is like I don't even know if he's really focused on the G1 he's focused on John Moxley like he's circling that date on the counter like I'm gonna fuck this nigga up like at, at all costs. Like that's the last night, right? Yes. Mm. So it's like everything he's doing, he's trying to match this dude. And Tomohiro Ishii, what else can I say that I ha- haven't already said? This man is an all-time great. This man is a legend in the flesh. This man is a wrestler of the decade um, nominee. This man will not be stopped by anybody. This man got in the ring with Jay White and had Jay White looking like he was, you know, if you see the rest of Jay White's tournament, it ain't been what he did with Ishii. Um, John Moxley, first five-star match with Tomohiro Ishii. Um, 
I'm very proud uh, of, of my dog, Ishii. Uh, I thought the match was incredible. Highly recommended uh, if you guys you know want to check that out. And it's just like, for me, it kind of has like the feeling, not not quite the same feeling where I was just like, I was jumping outside of my body last year when I saw Ibushi and Ishii. And it was just like, I don't know what this is. Like, but this was, this was clearly like, you know, still like in the wrestling sense. Um, yeah, I, I really fought with it. Let's, let's just say that. Um, yeah. Like Ishii's at a point now where he's almost like, <laughs> he's, he's like Eminem on the second verse of, of, uh, of business where he's like, you ain't even pressed no more. You used to it. <laughs> like, wow. Like, yeah, man. Like I do this. I've been doing this. Like for you know in the G one. Like yeah, I do this. Like I'm not, I'm never gonna have a, a non great match in the G one at this point. It's like you're just judging me against my previous excellence, and now I'm just trying to hold. I'm just trying to hold it in the road to keep to keep up to that standard. And it's like that's the reason why like you know Abushi was probably the MVP of the of the G one last year. But like for me, Ishii's like, hey man, don't sleep on this just because he's been doing this. Like like pay it like you know. Give yeah. give give him some credit because like this is really hard to fucking do. Is like this man is going up against like you know the two most quote unquote complete two of the most four or five most complete wrestlers in the world, and he's like holding his own against them. Like he's he's going bar for bar with like you know yeah. he's out here going bar for bar with, like Black Thought and LL Cool J. Like give this man some props. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? So yeah, at this point it's like man, I don't know, man, like. I, I get concerned for him as far as like how much longer, how many more years can he do this, and like should he keep doing this? <laughs> like because yeah, he's forty three. I think, I think there's gonna be a, a you know you talk about like that you know like there's always a cost and like that bill will come due and I don't want it you know I don't I don't want to see Ishii's already like walks around already like he's already like hurting but like I don't want to be a situation where it's like you know one of these one of these times he comes back and is like it, it, it's really bad looking. But you, you know what Ishii kind of reminds me of? Like it's like it's like a great NBA guard that can't shoot, and when the shooting goes, and with Ishii is going to be like when the body gives out on him. It's like I don't know it's what gonna, he's going to have. It's going to happen all at one moment, and you go right. like, no, like, right? Oh, it's, we're never coming back from this. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That, that's what you're reminds right. me of. But while we on this level, while we're on this wave right now. I'm going to ride for my dog, kill for my dog. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like, wait a second. Why? Like, wait a second. Like, Iverson just made the all-star team last year as a starter. Like, why, why, why is he on a, on a, why is he in Memphis now? I don't understand. Yeah. Why is he waived yeah. after three games? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I right. think Ishii's going to drop. Like when the drop comes, it's going, it's going to be like a thud. Right. But we ain't there yet. And this man's been outperforming. You know some of the best over the past couple years, and he's he, bro. He, where the fuck is his shot? You know, like like where where where's the love? You know, where's the where you know where is you know the 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 Tomohiro Ishii Big Four or Dominion style IWGP match? Like I know he got a shot last year at Kenny at Destruction. I appreciate that. That's cool, huh? 
that was destruction. That shit. That, right. Like, that, that, but that's like, come on, man. That's like the 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 pay per view after WrestleMania type challenger. <laughs> like, nah, man. Like, 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 make my dog a dangerous challenger. Make my dog somebody that they have to fear because we know when Tomohiro Ishii shows up, it doesn't matter if it's against Yuji Nagata. It doesn't matter if it's against Evil this year. It doesn't matter if it, if it's against Taichi. It doesn't Saber. matter if, it, if it's against Saber Moxley. Now Robinson. This man has been incredible, and I will not get off this. Like, <laughs> and motherfuckers got and suckers got Okada. Suckers got to know, you know, like Stevie Ray used to say. Oh, um, yeah, but you know that's my that's my weekly ride for Tomohiro Ishii uh, rant. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. But um, yeah, anything else, y'all? You want to you know touch on Jay's this week? I know CM Punk was in the news recently. With, oh uh, God, that again! With uh, you know, something going on. I I don't know the whole uh, deal. Apparently, like he he was saying, like uh, you know, they tried to sign him via text message or something like that. And he didn't appreciate that, or he didn't like how that was done, or something. Um, if it was me. If I was running AEW, I'd be sending him a limo, a jet, and another limo, but that's another discussion. Um, then he had said something about, you know, every time he talks to these guys, you know, like, have a good show. Like, they'll go in the media and say, oh, we have a great relationship with Punk or something like that. I I mean, or Tony Khan would do that when he's talking to, like, one of the Bucks. I, I don't know what he's really trying to accomplish here because, like, when, like, Tony Khan and the Bucks, they are one now. They are AEW. So, like, Tony Khan, of course, he's going to assume he's included on that, I would think. But uh, did, you, did you catch any of this? Like, and he had the interview with ESPN. Cody was, was involved somehow. Uh, no, I didn't follow it because, like, at this point, it's like, look, Punk is going to do the StarCast 3, right? It's 3, yes. right? Yep. He's doing StarCast 3. So if he's doing Star Starcast three, he's not gonna be on all out. Otherwise, like that would be ridiculous. Uh, or you're bearing your own lead. Um, so you know, like I another thing is like, look, he he has by all accounts every almost every chance to get has expressed how like he is you know more or less done with fake fighting. So it's like I'm not holding my breath for CM Punk. Like I would love if he came back, but like I'm not I'm not holding my breath for it. So it's kind of where I am on. He's like, look, man. And also, he's like, how old is he? 30? He has to be like damn near 40. He's 40, 40. He's 40 now. 40 on the dot. Yeah. So it's like, look, man, that's a lot. That's a hard ass. Like, you know, someone ain't even taking bumps in a long ass time. They go, oh, yeah, you go out here and start bumping again at 40. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he does show up. I mean, he is in the city. I'm sure right. somebody will speak to him that weekend. Be like, yo, so do you want to come? Because you can still get on this show. Like, we can still write you in. I mm-hmm. assume that conversation will happen and until it does. It uh, will blow the roof off. Yes, it will blow the roof off. Like, and, like it, it, I mean, it would be it would be very reminiscent of, like, you know, uh, Money in the Bay 2011, where a crowd of Chicago would just lose its shit. Yeah. Or in the Chicago area lose its shit. But, like, I mean, um, yeah, I... I'm just not. I'm just not. I would love for him to come back, but I'm just not holding up my hope. I'm just not holding up, holding out hope for it. It's just, I'm just, you know, it's been, you know, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. 2014 was a long ass time ago. Yeah. Um. So, 
we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, Mr. Punk yeah. and everything else like that. But anything else, James? Well, before we get up out of here, you want to yeah. uh, hit on? Yeah, the, yeah. The game you were talking, uh, you sent me the other day. Like people were on Twitter and they decided to, uh, I think it was like use a rap name to transition into a wrestler name or vice versa. Do you have the else. list of the ones you made? Oh yeah, uh, Jay Z, my Ion, Big Sean, Michaels, <laughs> uh, Silk the Shockmaster. <laughs> Uh, uh, Stevie Ray Schrimmer. Okay. Uncle Luke Harper. Yep. Pusha T. Hoffman. That's a good one. Uh, Master MVP. Ray J. Lethal. This is a Tampa one, but Tampa Tony Nice. That one's great. Is it like, Uh, like, like more than y'all know? Yes. Trick Daddy Cool Diesel. That's great. (laughs) And then the one that just like maybe like want to stop doing it because it came to mind. I just like was so upset. I was like, it's unavoidable. R. Kelly Kelly. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a, uh, if you guys have any, uh, you know, rapper wrestler names uh, that pop out at you, send, send those in to us. We'd love to uh, read some of those out to see if uh, you guys have any overlap with our uh, message group that we had. It was going for a while. Like I sent it and I fell asleep. So that's why I didn't participate. And I was like, Oh, I came back and saw y'all did it. I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to be able to think of anything else, but uh, oh yeah. Trinidad dream storm. That's another one that came another up good one. Um, yeah, but that's going, that's going to wrap it up. We'll holla at y'all, I guess next week. Same time, same place, uh, same network. So suplex, uh, podcast network. What an awful outro. <laughs> Just wrap this up, bro. Yeah. Holla. <laughs> you know, y- y'all know shows. Go, to, go, go home. Go to the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> One, two, three. We out of here. Fuck you. Let, Peace. Later. <laughs> Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.